It's your boy Ferg. You can find me at Yo Ferg with a Y L F U R G and the rest you'll see. What up? W H A T U P. And you're rocking with Michelle C with Candid Kisses TV. It's the Jill of All Trades, Michelle C, aka DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Candid Kisses TV everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candid Kisses blown away. Candy Kisses TV for tomorrow today. Man, throw that all through on that bitch. That you sound like Teddy Payne. It's your boy Talon, baby. Michelle and Candy Kisses TV. With my girl Michelle C. Don't take it personal. Run man from the fifth floor in the ATL chilling with Candy Kisses TV. What's up, y'all? You're watching Candy Kisses TV. Where my whole girl Michelle? Hello there. Have you asked yourself what you're missing? I have. It's Candy Kisses TV. <laughs> Michelle C, aka DJ Make a Move, the Jill of all trades, and I'm back like I never left. We bring it in a new year with a new talent and a dope talent. But before we get into that, you know what I gotta do each and every time. I gotta threaten you just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Subscribe now. I'm gonna tell you, Mama, act like she don't raise you right. And you know how serious I am about my subscriptions. I'm gonna let my Aquarius sisters let you know how I really feel. I don't wanna fuck nobody up. No, 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 no. Church announcement out the way. Go ahead and get to it. I Yo. <laughs> What's going on? That shit funny as hell. Hey, that's what we Aquarius do because I got 19. I'm counting down 19 days to the birthday dropping. Okay. Okay. Into it. Listen, I am bringing you another dope talent. He is a content creator, he is a comic, he is hilarious. He is rocking all these stages all over the world right now. Give it up for fire. I got the light skin lighting on me today. I feel like a bad bitch. It's New oh, Year's too. I feel like a bad bitch today. What's up? Razzle-dazzle. A little bit of razzle-dazzle. I feel good. I ain't hungover, so I feel great today. Actually, I won. I won. Indeed. Indeed. So you know I'm going to get in your business a little bit. Okay. Let's go. I'm here for it. So we're going to go straight to it. When did you know the entertainment industry is what you want to get down with? I didn't know. It kind of just happened. So uh, I started back when I was like, shit, like 19, I was doing, uh, well, I've always done film and stuff as a kid. So I went to art school and all that shit. So that kind of was already built in. And then my mama had me in all of the the plays and, and songs and stuff at, at church. So I always was performing. I never not performed. Oh, wait, you, you sing a little bit? 
before puberty, what? I could sing puberty hit. I was like, no, nah, I gonna have to get out of this choir because God don't want this for me. This ain't my calling. Yeah, because I know you say uh, your, your church members be uh, snitching on you. Oh, all the time. They be telling my mama she don't got no social media, and I be trying to figure out how. <laughs> but but uh, I think I was like 19. I ended up working with somebody that put on, like a promoter that put on this show. It was like the Isley Brothers. It was one of them old school... Your mom, your, your mom and them love them. Bobby Womack, Isley Brothers, Mr. Biggs, all of them. Uh, Frankie Beverly and Mays. I ended up working at concert, and I was just like 19. I'm like, yo, this is dope. I get paid to just like do this. Yeah. And so I, I went to school, and I went to school for television production. So like I, I used to at like 19, actually at 18 or 19, I was the president of our college's entire like television operation. So I was like running stuff early. Like early, early. And so I just kept doing it. I was like, man, this is dope. I can do this. It's not hard. Like, I'm real good at it. So I just did that. I graduated college. I worked at a news station, got fired from there because they told me I was not good for writing news. I was good for entertainment. Okay. So I, I packed up all my shit and all my family from Atlanta. So I was in New York at the time. I packed up all my shit and my cousin worked at BET. And she was like, if you're willing to work, like, Come on down here. And I lived I lived in my uncle's garage for like four months. Like just working like through BET. My cousin got me on a couple gigs and then a couple gigs will lead to this and then another one to that. And then next thing you know, I'm on TV shows, all this other stuff. So it's kind of crazy. It's a real crazy story. Candid Kisses TV is brought to you by Kissable Lips Cosmetics. You can be kissed without kissable lips. Shop kissablelipscosmetics.com today for all your beauty needs. Now, you know, what's funny is we're supposed to have had this conversation because I got a good friend of mine. He's into brand marketing and doing and he literally the last two weeks. He was like, I want to start a TV network. I was like, well, do it. I ain't got no connects to it. But if I find some people that know what they do, I'll, I'll let you know. So you look like you know what you're doing. So I'll let them know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot of it's just scheduling. You got to you got to live in the future. If you one of the people that's trying to create content and, and have a, a network, like you literally have to shoot a bunch of shit and plan it out for the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, not even the, the, the concept of like, you know, doing that is just more so the behind the scenes. Cause like anybody can say, I'm going to start this tomorrow. You can start. But if you don't know what you're doing, what difference does it make? <laughs> you just, you just pissing in the wind at that point. You yeah, pee all on your chest. You know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. You're just doing stuff. All right, cool. Well, but yeah, yeah. I'm going to let them know about you. Cause I'm like, baby, we're trying to get this network cracking. Yeah. But the comedy was different. I That was kind of different. Like I always produced stuff, but I didn't know the comedy was kind of, the same. Yeah, I didn't know. That. I'm learning that now, just being behind the scenes, because I'm a makeup artist first, and then mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm learning different stuff in the entertainment industry just by being behind the scenes, chilling. So yeah, yeah. they're all intertwined some kind of way. <laughs> yeah, that and uh, drugs too. A lot of drugs in entertainment. <laughs> People don't be thinking it, and now they be on that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, you, know, you, you, yeah, man. I don't seen some stuff that I. Mm. I ain't, I ain't gonna put nobody out there. <laughs> what was the uh, first stage that you hit? The first stage I hit. It was some play. It was a stage here in Atlanta called Highwire. It was like a, a. It used to be a radio place that they used to do radio at, 
and I just saw it online. On the, they have a calendar in Atlanta that's like a open mic calendar, and I just picked a day. I told my homeboy, I was like, yo, we're going to document it. I told him we pulled up the camera. I still got that video today. It's on my YouTube. I just don't, it's just not out. But we, we was getting ready. I was good and mediocre. I was good and mid, but I wasn't bad. I wasn't like, boo. It was like, all right, this ain't, that wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. Like, I can get better. Right. So that was one. And it also was also at a white place. So white people, they, they kind of different. They'll let, you, they'll let you tell a story if you ain't funny. But if it was a black place, which I found out a couple weeks later, they is not with the fuck shit. Uh, listen, the white like white audiences, they'll let you fail gracefully. But oh, let you fail up. up. <laughs> listen. You can fail up in white society. Like who is coming? It's gonna be a boo tsunami in a nigga audience. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, that or you just have niggas staring at you, or yeah, niggas shouting shit in the back. Mm-hmm. So when like you said you started with like behind the scenes and doing like different stuff. So when did you know that comedy was what you wanted to like get next to? To be honest with you, I didn't know that like you can get paid handsomely and live well off comedy. I just saw people do it. I'm like, hey, how you do that? And uh, my OG hit me up, Ronnie Jordan. He a legend in Atlanta. Uh, I was working actually. I was working. Right. <laughs> What'd you say? I grew up with Ronnie. That's the homie. We all clay calls. Yeah. So yeah. So he he saw like I used to produce stuff, but I was working at Tyler Perry Studios when everything happened. I was in the production account, and he called me. He was like, bro. I see what you're doing. Come to this studio at so-and-so. So I ended up coming to the trap with them and, and just started, we just started throwing ideas out and making stuff. And he took me on the road and showed me like you can make money off of comedy. Like this man has never worked for anybody but himself since he was like 22, just off of comedy. Yeah. So like I saw that and I was like, oh, this is a real I thought I thought it was just for like, oh, okay. I was like, I didn't know it was different levels to it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's when I knew when I started uh, getting paid for me. Like you'd be like, you just pull up, do 10 minutes, here's 300 dollars on. Well, hold up, I got it. Bruh, that's what I'm talking about. Listen. So once I figured that out and I realized like, oh, I, I was like, yeah, I'm about to I'm about to go ahead and do this. And then the the final straw was last year, maybe last year, the year before last, 2021, maybe. I was on a BT show working behind the scenes at, at, in production accounting. And literally, I'm getting food from the crafty people, and they're like, "Bro, you funny as hell!" Like, so everybody on the set know me, right? Right. It's, even the executive producers, the producers, like, "Yo, we heard you funny as hell." They ended up coming to a show. They was like, "Yo, you funny," and I and I and I thought to myself, like, "The fuck am I doing back here, man? What am I doing? If everybody know me, why why am I here? I just gotta figure this shit out." So, I've been figuring it out, and it's been going. Well, the good thing is you had an OG come and get you because a lot of times, like in the industry, when you're new to the game, it's like you could be the funniest nigga out there, but they ain't trying to help. So the fact that somebody tried to like help you, that's even doper because that's rare. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, actually, that's how comedy works. Most most of the time, most people you see have uh, OGs. Like if it's from 85 South, so all of them got OGs. Everybody got OG that helped them. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, I got mine too, but I'm like, but like I I'm learning now because I'm I'm like maybe a year and a half in the game. But only reason gotcha. I know so many people is because, like I said, I was behind the scenes most of the time, but I've always been behind the scenes of comedy. And it's like, yeah. because I've seen how stuff moves, I think I've been blessed with other stuff that most people don't get just because they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know, you just don't know until you know. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But yeah, I, I think I the first thing I saw your stand up was, 
It might have been like a clip you posted. I don't even remember where. It was. I think it was on social media, and I was done. I was like, oh, this nigga's stupid. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Like, well, I, I used to feel bad. Like, should I put this out here? And then I was like, man, fuck it. What's what's the worst that's gonna happen? <laughs> right. What's the worst? Half, are they gonna not? Are they gonna scroll? Which which one? Yeah. One or two, or get mad. They be mad in them comments, boy. It be more people mad online than it is in real life. But that pay you though. Shoot, the more you engage, appreciate you. Hey, what? Well, that's how shit go viral. If they mad, people be writing a whole whole goddamn letter worth of words over yeah. something that I'm not gonna read. <laughs> right. I'm not gonna read. Weeks ago, and they, they they were going back and forth with each other, but I was like. And it was a whole bunch of argument. It wasn't even got nothing to do with me. Nothing. Yeah. When it when it when it have all that engagement, that's when you know it's gonna go viral. Cause that means somebody you touched something. That, that part, you done touched the cord or something. Guess what? Candid Kisses TV has merch. That's right. You can find it at artistperiod.com. We have everything you need. We have hoodies. We have coffee mugs. We even have throw pillows and beach towels for the summer. <laughs> get it right. Keep it tight. Listen, everything you need to get your drip right, artistperiod.com has it for you. That's A-R-T-I-S-T-P-E-R-I-O-D.com. Get your drip right with artistperiod.com and Candid Kisses TV. Make sure you get it today. So you said you went to school for film. Did you that that's something that you always wanted to do, or that's just something that you kind of figured out later? Apparently, I always wanted to do it. Not one or two, but it's just something that was I naturally was like just did. Like my stepdad had bought a camera when I was little, and we was like, "Oh, we got a camera!" So I'm just on the camera. I'm the only one like trying to learn the camera. We used to be in the living room shooting wilding out skits. It was just crazy. Yeah, crazy. We shooting wilding out stuff, and then like. Fast forward a couple of years ago, I get invited to come one day behind the scenes to even like to, you know, peep it out to see if I even wanted to, you know, like make some sort of relationship with everybody on there. So I was like, man, this is crazy. So I've been doing that since a kid. Have you tried it? Have you um have you did the um wilding out thing as far as trying to be on it or are you just trying to be behind the scenes with it? Um, I'm kind of working my way in there. Like my, the people that I'm with, they work there. So like the people that I travel with and I work and produce a lot of stuff with, they they're there. So they kind of like I kind of see the writing on the wall already. It's like you could okay. do this if you want to. It's just kind of like you just got to know what you're doing and when you're there. So it's kind of one of those things. I'm like I don't even want to like I would love to be a cast member, but I'm like bro, but I can do way more with my mind and like I know how to make something dope besides like doing that, which is cool. I would love to get that check, but even even still, it's just like I could do it, but it's just not maybe not my time yet. Well, I mean, the difference is like when you are a creator, naturally, it's like you know you can do it, but at the same time, it's just like, well, why do it if I can create my own? So I, I kind of, I feel what you're saying. Like, yeah. I don't what you're getting at. <laughs> but be like, let me get, let me get this check and a little bit of clout, and then we keep pushing. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Two checks is better than one. You might not stay, but get what you came to get, and then go on about your business. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, now. When you got into the social media game, as, long, as far as like YouTube, Facebook, and all that, did you know how you were going to get people to engage with your content, or was that something that you learned through? <laughs> uh, I just was doing stuff at first. Me and my homeboy, I started my YouTube channel with my homeboy T. 
he 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 like my he's somebody I, I just bounce ideas off of because he keep me connected to the real world. Cause you work in entertainment, you be think it, your mind don't you don't think that is irregular, but it's very irregular to work in entertainment. So it's like he kind of teach me like, hey bro, no no nigga, that's supposed to I'm like okay cool. But we ended up just doing stuff like we would go on Tinder dates and talk about the dates right after. As soon as we got home, like bro, we both went on the Tinder date. And we was talking shit about the date, like, oh, she catfished us. We ran by her. Like, it was a whole bunch of stuff. We did, like, uh, I, I know one that went crazy was we did this thing called $40 dinner dates. Like, how much you supposed to pay for the first time, like, going on a date? It was, like, $40. And it was, like, 11,000 views. This was, like, 2015 on I'm, YouTube. I'm, I'm interested in how you did do a $40 dinner date. I ain't saying it ain't possible, but how you do that? Oh, it's easy. Uh, you go take a walk through the park a little bit and then get some frozen yogurt. Pro okay. yogurt. That's about like maybe maybe fifteen dollars. And then you might can get a lunch or something. You might might get some drinks at a at some place over there in Piedmont Park. You go through a park and walk and go get you something to drink. You made maybe thirty dollars now. And then shit. Drink and then y'all go home. It's the first date, so you ain't gotta break the bank. No, you're right, but I was, that's why I'm trying to figure out how you do it. Because all I thought was when you said it, I was they eating good in the neighborhood. That got to be the two for 20. I was like, <laughs> yeah, he did say two for 20 is at Applebee's, though. He ain't gonna lie. He did say, my homeboy did say that. And then we was like, uh, as men, we look at what y'all order, so we know what not to order. So she was like, oh, she getting steak. I'm like, let me get some more breadsticks this way. Because <laughs> I don't know if I'm about to eat today because she tripping. Let me, let me tell you, the one of the realest days I've ever been on, and I wasn't even mad at him. We got, we, he invited me to Ruby Tuesdays. And before we got the order, he said, Look, I'm going to tell you right now, all I got is $30 in the picture of my grandma. What are we doing? I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said yeah. Ooh, That's too real. I decided to menu. Oh my God. Ruby, first of all, Ruby, too. First of all, I'm not dating if I got, if I got like $30 in my bank account. Not on purpose. Not that, I, like, if I knew I had $30, I'm not going out. Well, I mean, we were young. We were like in our twenties, so I was just like, so I wasn't tripping, but I was just like, I had never heard nobody keep it that real. I couldn't even, I couldn't even be mad. I was because I knew I had my own money, so if I wanted to order something else, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be straight anyway. But oh my god, I, 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 I'd have been there before. You just had to check your account, like, boy, if she go over thirty eight fifty, right? Let me not do this today. All right, so we're gonna get back into your TV lane. If you wrote a ser TV series today. What would it be about, and what role would you give me? All right, we wrote a t TV series today. It would probably be a comedy. No, not comedy. It'd be a cartoon, and it would be about Boy Scout troops, a black. Because I used to be a Boy Scout, so like, nigga, I done did crazy shit at like ten and twelve. I'm like, nigga, would believe this shit real? And you would probably play. You could probably play one on a because uh, Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts go together. We used to do like meetings with the Girl Scouts. So definitely you could be a good voiceover. Your voice, you have a good like voiceover voice, but like one of the characters, either uh, a troop leader or somebody crazy ass mama or something. Cause it, it, you never know people be getting cussed out cause they ain't got camping equipment. And I'm like, niggas don't know about that shit. I used to be in a Girl Scout. We didn't. We didn't have the the Girl Scout wasn't like the real deal. I think we had the bootleg one because all we did was did field trips. We didn't do none of the little badges and nothing. Man, I had to do badges. These niggas had us with the white people. We was over there polar bears swimming at six a.m. I'm like, nigga, we don't do this. We don't do this. Oh yeah, you gotta hurt make that cartoon. <laughs> I, like, I, I oh bro, 
all, all the people that was there, they kid, we all hood babies. A bunch of people that from group homes, niggas is living with their grandma. There's a whole group of them. Whole, right? It was crazy. It it was one of the ones I'm like, how, why did they? How did we even do this? Hey, it kept you out of trouble. I'll tell you that. Nah, it kept us both both in trouble and out of trouble. <laughs> well, we fight. You don't fight in the middle of the woods. Ain't nobody gonna stop you. You just in the woods. You got to fight. Yeah, yeah, I just might have to fight. Did the troop leader didn't stop you? Sometimes no, because they you have a campsite, and then sometimes you be like, yo, we gotta go get some wood, burn this fire. You okay. out in the woods doing whatever you doing. It's not but look like 12, 13, 14, 15 year old boys. We fighting, we wrestling, we we doing all sorts of stuff. But it's just like, hey, look, if you get your ad beat, you get your ad beat out here, bro. It's like we with you, but they can stop that shit. Anybody finna stop you from getting your ass whooped? You just better go ahead and fight. I'm telling you. Well, we're going to get into your podcast and your content. So tell us about No Draws. So that happened because where did No Draws come from? My homeboy, T, he always say, it was like, he was like, man, I'm doing laundry. And he'll always be like, man, my girl keep asking me why I don't ever wear no draws. I'm like, because I don't ever wear draws. Like, ever since we was kids, this nigga never wear draws. Also, he's an ex-professional basketball player. No, I know so, know he, he was walking around free balling. Like, I, <laughs> damn. Yeah, T T just be out here, just out here with his balls out a little bit, but he just don't be wearing draws. He just he just don't. And then I was like, bro, you just be out here, no draws. And then I was like, that's something that podcast, no draws. He's like, fuck it, that sound like a good good name. And I just ran with it. Yeah, and just, And it's such a weird name. It's like people are like, what? What did you just say? Like, yeah, no draws. I'm like, yeah, that okay. makes sense. So that's how it came. When's the next season dropping? I'm shooting. I'm literally, if I could turn this right here, I'm literally editing one right now. Let me see. I got, to be honest with you, one, two, three, four, five, six. I got like, I shot from the summer to now at least 20 people. I'm only did maybe like, maybe eight episodes thus far. And I still have more people coming on because it's just like, the more I do it, the more I go on these streets in Atlanta, they just be looking at me. They're like, bro, I gotta get on the podcast. I'm like, damn, this shit, this I shit really real. I could be yeah, pull up. Yeah, all you gotta do is pull up. I, we shoot at the studio, my OG studio, and they just let me shoot there. They let me rock out, and they just, and then we just started getting sponsors too. So that shit is kind of, kind of crazy. Oh yeah, you people, have to put me in the game, coach, because I'm, I'm still learning the social media thing. It's, it's going, but I'm still learning. Yeah, it's it's a it's a lot because you just gotta understand like your value at a certain point. You like this is how much it costs for you to do this on my platform because I have this many views. And then once they realize it and justify it, you created that relationship. It, it's you know it's the money start coming. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I know. when I pull up, I'm I'm, I'm aware draws though. I'm just letting you know I'm wearing draws. Because <laughs> I be asking people every time like one of the best times. So people be like, I don't wear any anyway, or I'm on my period. I had that one one time. This lady's like, Yeah, I got on my period, so I gotta wear them today. It's like, Yeah, please do. Please do not do not bloody up these seats. I, I, no, I mean everybody teaches on everybody can do what they do. I just can't see myself just be letting it all hang out like that. I, it don't even feel right to be like that to me. <laughs> it's too hot in Atlanta to just be out here free balling and then then your jeans be stuck in your ass crack with a little bit of doo-doo on it. You don't want that. Speaking of doo doo, okay, I know you saw um, uh, what's it called? The uh, fuck boy free girl. What's her name? Uh, oh, Glorilla. Well, she talking about she um, she wear dark drawers because she got skid marks. I'm 
like, bitch, it's a, sometimes TMI is TMI. We don't even know about your goddamn skin, right, girl? Hey, I respect. I respect the honesty because I because don't nobody in their right mind want to wear no light skin drawers because you'd be ashamed to take your drawers off at the end of the day. Looking. You don't tell everybody about your skid marks. I told, I said, look, she need to make her new song skid mark free. That's what she need to do. Because no probably <laughs> telling you, mark free. like I don't give a damn if you got skid mark from Monday through Sunday. You don't tell nobody. <laughs> hey, hey, th that's for people to find out. Like, if you dating somebody and they find some drawers a little bit, hey, baby, look, I was sick today. Something happened. I ate something wrong. Don't tell nobody. I'm trying to tell you. Oh, we are moving on to some of your musical uh, tapes. Who is your favorite okay. rapper or singer and why? Okay, my favorite rapper, I would say, is Kendrick Lamar. Because okay. uh, his first album was literally, like, this nigga was in my life. Like, bro, how did you know I used to do this shit as a kid? Like, it was legit my life. And then my favorite singer, uh, I don't even have a favorite singer, but I got a favorite song. Like, a song I played, I'd be like, man, I'm about to. I'm about to sing the shit out of this song with my eyes closed a little bit. Okay. But um, I would say, damn, I don't be knowing the words, but I be knowing the melody. So it'd be like, catch me on the on the chorus. That's what I be here for. Man, I just be knowing the melodies. Like uh, I love uh, Portuguese Love by Tina Marie. That shit go. Okay, I know who Tina Marie is. I never heard that song though. That song, get high and listen to it. When we get off this, type in Portuguese Love by Tina Marie. You're going to be like, damn, that shit go. Um, That's your eyes and sing it real loud. Yeah, she be, yeah, you can sing it real loud with your eyes closed, with your fist balled, all that. Uh, I don't know. I don't got, I would say any Kurt Franklin I'd be knowing just because I grew up listening to so much Kurt Franklin. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. Like, Kurt got a little nigga in him for real because, like, you know, ain't they no little. It's blasphemy or whatever because uh, you know it's you know reaches from R and B and stuff. But I'm like, music is music. Like he ain't yeah. his song, so let him do his thing. Yeah, like I don't know. I think it's just black people in church in general. They just think church only supposed to be one certain certain type of way. And I'd be like, Nah, y'all all ain't here. Somebody in here cheating on somebody that's in the pulpit. So how you gonna tell him that, that he can't that he can't use blaspheme? Got five baby mamas. Come on, sir. Yeah, he used to be, and, and all the deacons and deaconesses used to be ex hoes and pimps anyway. It'd be like, you got a Jerry curl still. Why, sir? <laughs> right. You still That's living in your pimp pimp life. Get it up off you. I'm going to tell you who's funny to me, though. Kurt, uh, Kurt Franklin is hilarious, too, though, because I, I had to do yeah. kind of photo shoot or something with him. I had to um, do the grooming or whatever. And you know how people be at doing behind the scenes. And one of the guys he was like, hey, Kurt, what you wearing? You know, you got the fit on what you wear. He was like, oh, I don't do, you know, do that. I don't do shout out companies like that cause unless I'm getting paid or whatever. He was like, but no, this time I'm going to let it out of bed. I'm wearing Baby Gap. I said, you know what? Uh... <laughs> he been he been 35 for the last 60 years, you feel like. He been... Like Kurt Franklin on age, him and Pharrell. There you go, vampire. Him and Lorenz Tate are vampires. Yeah, Lorenz Tate definitely been thirty two for the last twenty years, and I don't know how. Because <laughs> I'm like, him from Silver Spoons, a oh, boy. Listen, <laughs> uh, Tyrese is another one. Tyrese been thirty three for the last twenty years too. I don't know how old he is. I don't. He. I don't know, but he looked the same. He been the same. It's only the a slight. Same. That you can see, like from the um, always Coca Cola to him. Now he just got the grown man weight on now, but yeah, he got the same exact face, everything. Same everything. The only one that changed up a little bit was Makai Pfeiffer. 
Yeah, I see that. He's not the same, but he, he got thicker to the point you'd be like, is that the same Makai? Yeah, he got he got he looked like Martin Lawrence. He got the <laughs> Martin Lawrence face big. Like, you love ribs, don't you, Martin? Damn. <laughs> yeah, it did. Oh god. Well, speaking of comedy, name one of your favorite female comedians. Favorite female comedians. I would say Vanessa Fraction. Okay. Vanessa, she she here in Atlanta, but she out of she uh she's ba well she's from Chicago, but you know Atlanta claiming. You say like so I, I would say. Vanessa, you say like I don't know it. I don't know who because you gotta you gotta because somebody could be watching. But like, who the hell are you talking about? If they don't know who Vanessa Fraction is, they slipping in their comedy pimping. Hey, bro, he, her, uh, I was going to say her, damn, it's another one. Ronnie just did some stuff with her. Not some more. She's a good one. Um, I love, um, fuck, I'm looking at her, not Lunell. I love Lunell, too. For Dominique, her name is Dominique. Nigga! I knew he was friends. She, she is hilarious. Baby, listen. Out of all female comedians, there's a lot of them that's rocking the stage, but Dominique is my dog. That nigga there? She's so funny, because it's like, you know how you have your different type of comedy? Like, nah, you can put her anywhere, and this shit gonna be funny. It don't matter where she at. White, black, gay, straight, professional, non-professional. She gonna have that bitch going. Man, when I tell you, I, I got a chance to interview her when I first started doing my podcast, and it was, I mean, she cool anyway, but I was this this in awe. I was like, this the nigga that be having me cry. Like literally, I be crying. Yeah. <laughs> and it'd be weird because the way Hollywood set up is like the people that's the funniest don't even get to shine. And and I understand once you wrap your mind around it, it's like, oh, okay, they're here to pump us the mid and how it looks rather than if it's really talented. So I yeah. get it. But that's the difference. That's why you you create your own stuff. That like you you in the right lane, you creating everything. Yeah. Wait on Hollywood, create your own. Yeah, shoot. What? Thank you, Facebook, for start paying us some reels, because I'm finna do numbers. Okay. <laughs> now, name one entrepreneur you admire and why. Entrepreneur that I admire... I would say Pinky Cole from Slutty Vegan. Mm, that's a good one. Uh, I used to work at... Uh, she used to work at this show that I... This TV show I was on Divorce Court the season before I got there. So when I, when I came, everybody was talking about, like, she had this kitchen... Started this kitchen called Slutty Vegan, and I was like, oh my god, my line sister this, my line sister that, and I watched it grow like from just being like people calling in and posting it to like this big brand. I'm even part of it, like I'm an, I'm a brand ambassador, so it's like nice. It's crazy to see like wow, man, to see you go from this place to that place in less than like five six years is crazy. So I like chance to go up there. I, I want to try it so bad, but I just been. When I saw them lines, I was like, yeah, the way my um, patience is set up. <laughs> you got to go to the one on Edgewood in the middle of the day. It's not that bad. The one on Edgewood, like, it's a, it's maybe like 10 minutes of wait. Okay. So okay. It's not that bad. But it, people be there all the time. You don't even see my picture in there, too. That's the crazy thing. I, I'm in there. Didn't they, did she open one like an East Point or somewhere, too? She might. I don't know. She be opening up new ones every week. Feel like I think I want to try one that's like closer to where I'm at. But I think the restaurant ones are probably the the wait ain't as long because it's a restaurant. It's not like where you pulling up like to a little yeah. Place. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying. I'm trying to get 2023. I'm trying to get fine. No. <laughs> trying to get fine. That's the goal. <laughs> I've been trying to get fine for the last five years. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do it. This is gonna be the year. <laughs> this is gonna be the year. This is the year to get fine, everybody. 
That's it. This yeah. Get right. fine, friend. What are some words of wisdom you would give any upcoming entertainer or entrepreneur? Whew, man. Words of wisdom I would give any entertainment or entrepreneur is uh run your race, don't look at anybody else. Cause what what's for you is gonna be for you. Like you can see all these people doing stuff and getting all these things. You don't know what they had to go through to get to that. So don't ever try to covet or hate on them as to how they got to where they at. Just know that they did what they wanted to do in their race and just kept their blinders on and kept it going. And if you want to get famous, that shouldn't be your goal. Okay. Because fame is fleeting. Like people could love you one day and hate you the next day. You just got to make sure you build an audience of people that, 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 that fuck with what you got going on. And even, even if they, and they'll like you no matter what, just because you're famous for being the girl that threw some ketchup on a girl on the show, like that, that that's not gonna really sustain you in the long run. Like it is, it's dope to get that 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 little shine, but at the end of the day, like what are you telling the people that fuck with you? Like, you better come on with the words covet. Come on now, because I be you see, man. I read the Bible. I liturgical dance. I know all of the moves. <laughs> not you, you. You was the mime. You was the mime dancer. Praise. Oh dancer. man. I'm so glad I missed that phase. They had just came out with Miming right when I quit dancing at church. I was like, thank God I was not finna be in this bitch with white gloves on looking crazy. Why you, you don't want to behold the lamb? I don't want to. No, I did not want to. No, I just, I did too much, man. I was Jesus five years straight one time for uh, Easter. I don't need to be doing that no more. Oh, uh, All right, well, we get ready to move into our fun segment. Our first one is Kiss okay. Art. This is celebrity right. person who decide who you kiss and who you dissing. All right, cool. First kiss one, Holly Berry or Lisa Ray? Who you kissing? Who you dissing? Y'all can diss the hell out of uh, Holly Berry. I'm taking Lisa Ray. I remember I beat my dick to her so many times in Players Club. Let me tell oh. you, Lisa Ray, Lisa Ray, Lisa Ray. Look, shit. Okay, okay. what well, the I almost pre-came a little bit. You said her name. <laughs> tell them how you really feel, son. What I thought? Oh, well, Lisa Ray. All right, next one. Rihanna or Carrie Hilson? Who you kissing? Who you dissing? I'm definitely dissing Carrie Hilson, but I'm about to kiss Rihanna all in the mouth. All that billion dollar mouth right on me. Put your mouth on me, baby. That's all we need. Because why would I not? Why not? It's your choice. Last one. Maxine Waters or Whoopi Goldberg? Who you kissing? Who you dissing? Mmm. I got a need. I need a picture of both their hands. What and what time? Because it, it lets you know. Okay, is this any time in their life that I can I can be talking to them? Because it was like a it's a six month period where Whoopi was fine in like nineteen ninety two or something. It was like six months of just Whoopi was all right. You can get it right here at that portion. I'm a I'm a diss Maxine Waters. And I'm gonna kiss Whoopi in that little fine window span that she got in like '98. I mean, not '98 and '92 or whatever day it was, but yeah, that that I'm gonna do that because had a six month period where she was cute. Man, I don't know what it is. It, it is definitely six months, six to nine months when she was like perfect Whoopi. Like if we would have kept you right there, Whoopi. Mm, okay. We are moving on to our DAQ. That is dumbass questions. Just question I want to mm. answer. What's the worst name you could give a superhero and what would his lame superpower be? 
Ooh, a uh, question. Uh, a uh, uh, name for a superhero is ooh. Somebody had said some shit to me the other day. Um, the squirter or something. The squirter, and he just be squirting like helping women squirt. I don't know. It's, <laughs> he just be there like hitting the clip like this. I'm here to help you squirt, ma'am. <laughs> and then he was just ah! And then you know, and that's how his superpowers. That's how he grow. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. That was crazy as hell to say out loud, but okay. It just came out. If you could east side stomp on anyone in your past that you know personally with no consequences, who would it be? My ex, right on her mouth holes. Bow. <laughs> okay. Bitch, you don't deserve. You don't deserve this. The fact that you said X, I already know. I ain't got to ask no question. All right. What's one embarrassing moment from your childhood that you're willing to share? Hmm, embarrassing moment from my childhood. I probably didn't accidentally forgot those on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't have too many of them that was like super embarrassing. I would say, okay, I'll say this one. I was playing in a high school basketball game. It was like semifinals. We're coming back. I got a, I got a steal, and the ball is like rolling down the court. Me and this other dude running towards the ball, pick the ball up, and I go to take a couple dribbles, and he was like, throw it off the glass. I'm still kind of in the moment. I, I traveled so bad that they called it. And we lost the game because of it. That's it. That was the that was the most. I don't really be having them, like stuff that don't really embarrass me like that. I'll be like, oh okay. Unless you I got like you embarrassed in your life. Like I'd be embarrassed, but it don't be enough to be like, oh, it's traumatic, man. I, like shit for me to stick gotta be super traumatic. Like I gotta feel it for like at least a year. Like damn, that I remember this shit happened. I'm trying to think. Nah, that's that's all I got. Oh well, you a good one. I don't necessarily, I ain't gonna say I get embarrassed easy, but I got some embarrassing stories. <laughs> like, yeah, like maybe, yeah, like I got stories where like I wasn't embarrassed, but I was, I ran into the embarrassment or I got like secondhand embarrassment. What? I can give you that one. What the hell is like, secondhand embarrassment? So, like, if we take, if we go out to eat and you fall, the embarrassment is on you, but I'm also kind of embarrassed because you're my friend. Oh, because I was with you. <laughs> yeah. So like uh, one of my homeboys, uh, this is this is crazy. Jude, don't get mad at me. Uh, <laughs> we was in college and he was like, "Yo, there's this girl. She want us. She want to like. She want her and her friends want to fuck on us." I was like, "What? For real? I don't know who they are. I'm a freshman in college. I'm just like, yo, I'm here for all the smoke." He was like, uh, "He called her. He called her the Kool Aid Man because she was big and round." I was like, "Oh, what what she doing here?" He's like, "Man, she just want to suck me off." Cool, bro. If y'all want to touch it, if she want to suck on you, go ahead. Ended up forgetting my key. I went back to the room. I didn't know they was doing what they was doing. Walked in the room, and I don't, if you go to college, you know they had them high-ass beds where you could put stuff up underneath it. I come in the room, and I'm looking around like, where is this girl at? And why is there clothes off everywhere? And why is he, and he, as soon as I opened the door, he walked out, and I was like, the girl naked. And I guess they just got finished doing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at him like, you know, you y'all had sex in here because I didn't know she was in there. She was under the bed a little bit, 
So I clicked the uh, I clicked the light to pull the chain to click the lights on. Click click, and I saw her under the bed. And I like, click click. I was like, oh shit. Uh, you gotta put your clothes on because my mom's gonna come in here. Oh, oh god! So like, I kind of closed the door and let her put her clothes on so she could leave and take that walk of shame. And I was like, I was like, damn man, what the fuck did I just walk into? And ever since that day, he was like, bro, man, he was like, she she just kept asking for the dick, so I had to give it to her. I was like, nigga, no, no, you wanted to give her that dick, sir. You well, wanted to give her that. Dick. The fact that the nigga called her the uh. The damn <laughs> Kool-Aid man. <laughs> yeah. That shit to this day he was like, bro, you had sex with the Kool-Aid man. And in my mind, all I heard was, oh yeah. Every time they was doing it, I was like, oh, she was saying that in your ear. I know she was. Oh, oh yeah. I'd be like, oh, nigga. Oh, y'all ain't shit. I tell you the truth. Man, oh, uh, 18, 17, 18 year old me would had no filter, like negative filter already. I got one today. I know my shit is way more cool. I have more coos about myself now. Okay, okay. Back okay. then, it was just, nah, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna do it, whatever. Well, we that brings was, us to the next question How would you describe yourself in one word and why? Hmm. Myself in one word and why that's a C. I would say, I would say relentless. Okay. Because uh, everything I've done in my life, I've never not been good at it. Like from from a kid to now. So like I've I realized that about myself. I do some shit. I really do it. I'm I'm super excelling at it because like that's what I'm that's what I want to want to do. Okay. So like if I do it and I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep doing it until I be like I don't want to do it. Like when I was a kid, I used to play full sets of drums. I was like a child musical prodigy. I could read music at like six. I could play a full set of drums. I used to get invited to these uh these orchestra meetings with like white people and they'd be like so enamored. I'm I'm the only black kid there. I'm like six. And they would take me to these like orchestras or like rich white people. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck am I doing here? Cause I could play the drums good. Yep. So like, I, I got bored of it and I just stopped. I was like, man, this ain't a challenge no more. And then I would do something else and then I'll be great at that. So it just was like, oh, okay, whatever I pick, I'm gonna I'm a be good at it. I just gotta know how to do it. So I would say relentless and uh, that one or yeah, relentless or uh, what's the one, resilient. That, no, let's do resilient. Can you pop lock? Can I dance? Because <laughs> yeah. that's all part of dancing. When I need to, I I cut a goddamn rug. I was cutting a rug last night. Suavemente came on. Suavemente, best time. You can't not dance to that song. I was that bitch goddamn doing all the cha chas. <laughs> he had it all. Okay. Well, why not? Why not? But yeah, I would say I would say not more so. Not relentless. Maybe more uh, resilient. That makes more sense to me because I, you know, in entertainment, it'd be a whole lot of setbacks sometimes. And if you don't, if you don't just keep going, act like that shit ain't happen, you'll you'll be like one of the people. Well, I used to do this, and I don't want to do that. And I'll be like, bro, if you just keep going, it's gonna pan out for you. Trust me. All right. What is the worst name you could give a free clinic? A free clinic. <laughs> I'm about to go to the clinic. What's the name of Age a little bit? It's off MLK. 
It's about a barbershop and J.R. Crickets. <laughs> age a little bit. It's awful. We know it's type of places, so you know why you got age a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You over there, J.R. Crickets and Little Caesars. This is so much poverty over there. <laughs> so, so Burlington's down the street. Oh, you know where we at. We're moving on to GMG. That stands for what grinds on your gangster. What's your one of your pet peeves? Pussy ass people, man. That just be their feelings be hurting. I just can't understand how people could just be a I get we humans, we have emotions, but for to have somebody just have your whole entire day in the uproar, I just can't understand. Over some words and nobody touched you. I just can't in my mind, I just can't it doesn't make sense. You don't think words hurt a little bit? It do, but once you get over that, like it shouldn't alter your entire mood for an extended amount of time. I'm not finna be mad about no shit that's like, like you ain't do nothing to hurt me. You just said some wild shit to me. Like, oh, that's kind of disrespectful. Fuck you, and uh, we're gonna keep pushing. Like I just can't. I, this is one of the things that and people like complain all the time, man. If you complain all the time and you don't have no, you don't try to do nothing to fix it. I can't, bro. You got like two or three times to do that shit. <laughs> right. And then I'm gonna be like, hey, bro. Like I don't want to hear about that no more. Mhm. You can you um can you tell my mama that? Oh, mama's always gonna do it. My mama be in my ass about everything. You need to. Like, okay. Okay. All right. I don't even be talking no more. I'm like, all right, ma. Right. It's just at some point you be like, yeah, all right, moving on. Because we had we had the age where like when you when you get older, like when you had an age where your mom and parents is not really out in the world no more and they just at the house every day, you start teaching them shit. And now I they mean, now now it's weird for them because they be like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. I, I almost got a little attitude about it. Like, who who you think you talk to be like, you when you ask me a question, I'm just answering them. <laughs> Oh man, I, I just I just get my mama the information and then tell her like, look, do this and you'll be straight. Like uh, my mom would be like, I need to do this. I gave her some shit to make her her skin and hair and nails. You know, she'd be a bad the best bad bitch ever. And I and I told her, I told her she didn't take this every day for two weeks, and then on the first second week you'll start seeing your, your skin and nails and shit do different shit. And she called me the, after like day ten. She's like, you are so right. Look at my skin. Look at my hand, like look at it. I was like, yeah, I told you that. Like you ain't want to listen to me because this ain't what you normally hear. Exactly, exactly. Well, you know what I think. Be, you know, before we get on to the next thing, I think there should be a, su- a support group for anybody that was raised by a black mama because we we are traumatized. Oh man, I'm so scared to have kids right now. I don't even know. See, that was like the number one thing growing up. Like you better wear a condom. Don't have no kids, or your life is ruined, little nigga. I'm over there like, all right, I swear to God. That's what kept me a virgin so long. My mama was so proud that I was a virgin yeah. in church, telling everybody, like, don't worry about it. My son is a virgin. I'm, oh, I'm trying to fuck these hoes. You I'm like, stop killing my swag right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to fuck on her. Her, that one, the one that you telling her. Stop that. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, like, it just, it just where, yeah, single mothers will make you like, you like, damn, man, I don't want to have no kids. And I was like, I don't want to be no, I don't want to be on child support. I, I started... Like I found out about child support early. I said, wait, wait, I wait, where the money that daddy's sending? There's a that's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. Listen, I, I'm telling you, black mamas are the greatest in the world, but at the same time, they will work your nerves. Oh my God. <laughs> all the way in all the way, either either you adapt or you just gonna be ang- angry at your mama all the time. 
And then look, they tell you like, don't have no baby, like you said, don't have no babies, whatever. And then you get to a certain age, like, when you gonna have me some grandbabies? Well, nigga, wait a minute now, you give me missed signals. What's what we doing? Hell yeah, I'm finna have whimsical women pregnant. What are you talking about? Let this money get right, mama. Somebody getting pregnant immediately. You're gonna move down here. You're gonna be a great a grandma taking care of these. Kids. A junior, you gonna have a fifty a plethora of kids? If the if yeah if if what well, if it was no such thing as child support, I'd have been had kids. Okay. Cause I already knew like the first couple girlfriends that I uh that I had to use Plan B's with, they was like, y'all probably wouldn't put me on child support. Y'all be good mamas, you know. So you just gonna slide that Plan B in there? Okay, that's what we doing. They wait. We agreed. First of all, we agreed to use it because before we even do it, the hey, look, this one of them nights I'm gonna have some tequila. You don't have some tequila. Trying to shoot. I'm about to flood this basement up with a baby batter. Uh oh. And we was like, go ahead. And next day we got up, got to that plan B, and had brunch. Jesus. Okay. Well, we are moving on to one of our fan favorites, <laughs> which is opera that thing out. That's where you're picking any song that you know at least one full verse to, and you sing it in your best opera voice. It could be rap, it could be a theme song, it could be hip hop, anything you got. Ooh, do I want to do uh, So Icy? The Gucci man, the part when he's seeing his chain hang down to his dick. <laughs> That's a good opera song. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. It's not. A, it's not even a verse. It's a whole like one bar. <laughs> I'm trying to think what's the good song. I'm trying to think of the song. Oh, sexy little. Oh, okay. Throat baby is a great song that I enjoy. Uh, <clears throat> you've never heard of Throat Baby? I have heard of it. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> <clears throat> I need a skull. <laughs> sexy little bitch, sexy little hoe. I love the way I walk. I love the way I talk. You let a young nigga come play in your throat, deep stroke your throat till I make you choke. <clears throat> throat baby, throat baby, throat baby. I don't know. That, that, that probably, <laughs> I guess that's a good one, I guess. Oh, yeah. If I could stack my vocals up, I would have hit where I needed to go. Okay. Like, you would hit the crescendo and all that? I'd have got all of that shit and a decrescendo on them hoes. Last but not least, we are playing our game Sing a Do. Now, Sing a Do is a family friendly game. Okay. My homeboy DJ All Star created with the quarantine. It is a music game, and all you're doing is singing the melody of the song, which you can only use the word do. So, I'm gonna start it off, I'm gonna let you guess, and I'm gonna let, I'll hold up the cards to the um, camera so you can guess. Or so you can, all right. I'm gonna do hip hop and RB because that's my lane. Okay, all right. This one is well, wait a minute, how good are you with greatest hits? I'm gonna I'm try. <laughs> I told right. you I don't know the words, so this, I'll be. You know this one. I'm hoping you know this. Yeah, one. let's right. go. Do 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 well, now if you you did the remix. It's the original one. It's the original, all around the world with uh, Lisa Stanford. But you you was in the okay. same thing. I knew they 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 sampled it. Yeah, I give I give you that. All right, this is R and B. All right. Boys the men. What's the end of the road? End of the road. Okay. I got a black mama that uses incense. I know that song. 
Last one. Uh, dang. How does this go? Can I phone a friend? I don't know that one. I don't know shit. I'm trying to trying to count the dudes. Do 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 Bruno Mars. Lucky for you, that's what. Okay, yeah, I definitely wouldn't have called that one. And that's a, and that he, that's a great song. That's a great little lesbian man. He made good music. What did you call him a lesbian man? He looked like a lesbian. What? <laughs> you can't tell me Bruno Mars don't look like a little cute lesbian that tried to slide up on your mama at church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna hold up the cards to the camera. Once you pick out song, you can do. Let me know, and I'll put it down. I'll try to guess. All right, bet. All right, let me know if you can see it. You got it? Hell, none of that. Dude, can we do another one? I don't know. None of those. All right, next one. I was going to mess those up. Okay, got one. Okay. Do, 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 do. Oh, Tony. Dude, yeah. <laughs> All right. You can't mess that one up. I almost messed it up, though. I'm telling you. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Hold up, hold it up. I don't know what the bottom was. Ooh. Nah, you can skip all of that. You can skip all of that. All right. I almost had the bottom ones. Okay. Hold it, go down. Okay, cool. Okay. Do 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 all right, last one and we out of here. Go wait, hold on, go up a little bit. Oh no, nah, we're gonna have to uh, switch that out. Okay. Okay, we can do that. Okay. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
you uh champ come on now i be knowing the, the the vibes i just don't know the words i know that's right well it has been a pleasure please let everybody know where they can find you again and give all your social media um, you can find me on Yo Ferg, what up, everything. I have a link tree, so you can find everything on there. Uh, and No Draws Podcast, No Draws Podcast. It's all also on the on my Yo Ferg, what up page. Uh, YouTube is uh, Yo Ferg, what up. It's all the same thing. Uh, I'm trying to think, do I have anything coming up that people can go to? Oh, in January, what's next Thursday? January 5th or 6th, uh, I have a spot in Atlanta that you can come to. It's an open mic. Uh, they let you they let you smoke and you get a drink in there and ten dollars. So just come out and have a good ass time. I'm hosting, so you never know who's gonna pull up. You know, I pull up for the mic now. It's at Peter Street. It's uh, right next to right next to Escobar on Peter Street at Peter Street Station. Okay, bet. That's, that's so uh, pull up. It's gonna be fun. I'm gonna have a good time. It's all it's, it's a bunch of black people. It's black owned, so I always I always mess with people that's black owned and that's willing to work together. And it's gonna be a good time. I know every time people come, they have a good time. So. Well, I don't smoke, but I'm gonna come and support. And you can drink. Gonna... You can BYOB too. Oh wow, that's different. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, what we we are here for all the fuck shit. What do you? Okay. Right. It's it's meant for you to come and enjoy yourself. It's not meant for you to just be like all oh, tight, like bro. We are just literally having a ball in here. Bet. Well, I'm pulling up, and I'm gonna pull up to the podcast with my draws. Please, yeah, do that. <laughs> Where your draws? That has been another episode of Candy Kisses TV. Please make sure you lock in every Monday, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and share. We out. What singer do? Hey, what singer do? Hey, yo. What singer do? What singer do? Hey, cuz. What singer do, cuz? Singer do is a music game that all can play. All you have to do is sing the melody of the song on the card do, using only do, the word do. Do. Same being last on your list, but no other girl's gonna do. Order your copy today at singadoo.com. You, yes, you, the one with the business, the one with the products. Yes, if you're an entrepreneur and you need somewhere to showcase your products or what you got going on with your business, Candid Kisses TV is the perfect slot. Hit us up at candidkissestv at gmail.com. K-A-N-D-I-D-K-I-S-S-E-S-T-V at gmail.com. If you have a product or a business that you need the world to know about, guess what? We have sponsored ads that you can put on our podcast in between our great guests. Make sure you hit us up, candidkissestv at gmail.com. Get the word out. Success starts with you. So start today. Thank you.